Hi, welcome to another episode of Pulse on Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paul, and today I've got Marcel Van Roosmalen. He's with NXP, and uh, we're going to talk about power as it applies to uh, next-generation personal devices and you know all of these new machines that we're using to deal with the uh, Internet of Things in the cloud. So, hi, Marcel. Welcome to the show. Hi, Alex. Uh, glad you, uh, to have me here. Well, you know, the, the, the whole aspect of these new devices and these new functionalities is that there are so many pressures on the designer of these things because it's got to be small and it's got to use almost no power and it has to have no thermal footprint and it's got to run forever on, you know, a nickel and a half of an egg put together with maybe a battery somewhere. Everyone's expecting a million things from these devices and the designer has to come up with the solutions, but it's always a moving target, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's good you say that because uh, if you look, what's really uh, pushing us, let's say, in, in the corners is how how do we optimize small form factors and how do we optimize for costs? How do we optimize about uh, for for ease of use, so to say? Um, this is exactly what what we've been working on for uh, for the last uh, years already, so to say. Um, if you look at what we've been doing, uh, we are pushing our efficiency levels up because efficiency levels, if they go up, uh, basically what you have is from a thermal perspective, you can get much better grip on, on your, uh, on your uh, devices. And as a consequence, you can allow miniaturization. Um, so one of, one of the things that we've been working on in, in the recent past is a, is a platform uh, that's intended for, uh, for 45 watt ultrabook-like uh, devices. Um, and we're trying also to change the paradigm there of, of carrying uh, a brick around, as you probably have. You probably have a laptop with a brick that you carry around, uh, but you want to get probably rid of that brick as well. So then the question is, how, how, how does one do that? And then it, um, and at the end, what you see is the use case could be the same for an Ultrabook. So what we've been doing now is working on a platform that allows you to charge a 45-watt Ultrabook uh, in the form factor and in the use case of a mobile phone. Wow. And as a consequence, you have a charger that you can basically plug into the wall socket. Uh, it's very small and very, very light, and you can power up your, uh, your Ultrabook. So uh, from an efficiency perspective, that's where the biggest challenge is because it has to be small. But I think we've done a pretty good job at building a, uh, a new uh, generation of products that allows us to do so. Mm-hmm. Well, Marcel, um, you know, when you think about that, to go from a brick to a wall wart, so to speak, that's a big change there. Um, and not only that, once you start talking about that kind of power level, you open yourselves up for a lot of application spaces that, I mean, obviously do include uh, small, fa- small form factor devices like Ultrabooks, but probably can include quite a few other um, high-performance personal device apps, especially some that maybe not have been developed because of the, nat- the changing nature of the marketplace. Yeah, well, what we see is that uh, for the changing nature of the marketplace, I think people are, uh, let's say, uh, they drag along too much stuff anyway. So what, what, that's why we say if we have a charger that can be very small, you can plug it to a wall socket. You can plug in your, uh, your Ultrabook, but you can also plug in your cell phone. You only need one of those chargers to go around. Uh, so you don't have the uh, the big uh, 22 uh, the big uh, AC mains cable, so to say. You only have a, a plug that carries the whole charger, and you have a very small wire that hooks it into the ultrabook. So from a from a use case perspective, it's the ideal way uh, to go. Um, what you see is that 
um, just to go back to your question on, on, on mobile devices, power levels are, are slowly going up in mobile devices. Um, that Those are the devices on the Internet of Things side, so to say. Uh, smartphones are, are hitting like 15 watts. Um, tablets are going up to 24 watts sometimes. Uh, notebooks are coming down in power levels, hitting uh, 45 watts. And actually you see a space that starts to converge around between 25 and let's say 50 watts. And, and from, a, from a use case perspective, that, that small charge that could allow us to power all of these devices and, uh, and doesn't have uh, big cables to hook it all up is the ideal way to go. Uh, but to come back to the earlier question about how do we manage that, and we manage that by pushing the efficiency to like almost 94%. Uh, to allow us to manage the thermal aspects of, of, of these, uh, these these adapters. And that's why we can do that. And we've put in a lot of work in to get that done. And we're very proud of what we've been doing because we have a, a, a charger that is really as cool as it looks. It's actually literally as cool as it looks. As it stays from a temperature perspective, it, it stays way below uh, 55 degrees C under full load conditions. And that's really, uh, really a really big charge. Well, you know, the, the old saying, right, power management is thermal management. You've, man you've managed, uh, I realize we use that word a lot, but that's what you're doing, managing here. Uh, you've managed to get your efficiencies to such high levels. Um, how much of a challenge was that? In, is it a materials thing? Is it a topology thing? Is, uh, can you talk about what you've done to get to that point? It's a, I think it's an architectural thing. It's also a, uh, a design thing from the transformer perspective. I mean, AC to DC conversion, uh, conversion has, a, has a transformer in it, which is really a key component. So I think we, we have some, some clever ideas about how to optimize components like that. Uh, apart from that, on the ar architectural side, we've done a, a, a real good job uh, by introducing our, our uh, product called the TAA 1836, which is a a QR resonant uh, controller that has a, a true valley switch in there, um, but also we've combined it with synchronous rectification on the secondary side, uh, where we have an 1892, a TEA 1892, um, that is optimized for uh, driving low RDS on MOSFETs. And the whole powertrain basically got optimized, uh, but also the transformer uh, we've optimized. Uh, and, and what we've been doing as a consequence of what we'll, we were able to do as a consequence is to squeeze it subsequently in a very small plug. Um, and, and those efficiency levels are, are really, really good. We very rarely see them. Um, we have some comparison on, on higher performing, higher, higher power parts, so to say, that are more uh, resonant-based uh, platforms, and then we hit like 90, 96%, uh, but that's just true professional stuff. For consumer electronics, we hit like 94%. Is, uh, is, is really, really very, very good. Excellent. Now, um, are there any other, uh, is it a device family, and are there any other features that you'd like to uh, mention? Well, I think one of the things, because we're targeting um, mobile power devices, so to say, you can imagine that you leave your charger in a socket, and it's not even hooked up, but it still is in the socket, so in the power socket, that is. So basically what you would like it to do is not to consume any power. So consequently, you would like to have the no-load power, as we call it, which means the AC to DC adapter has no load, but it's still in the AC mains uh, wall socket, so to say. Uh, we push that down to, to below 30 milliwatts, which is really uh, a very low level for an adapter that has 45-watt power level. So this is one of those features that is, uh, that is really important. 
The, the other thing uh, that we've done on this platform is integrated the, uh, the XCAP discharge function. Uh, there's an XCAP in these uh, adapters that has to be discharged because if you, if you pull out the, uh, the, the blood from the wall and you touch the, uh, the pins, uh, you might get zapped. So we cannot allow that, so to say. It's not even allowed legally, so to say. So we have to, right. uh, we have to basically, we have to discharge the cap. And, and that system that's integrated as well to cut component count, but also cut um, overall power consumption. On top of that, um, to, to get, uh, again, component count down, we've integrated the high-voltage startup uh, components that are necessary to just simply ignite the system. Um, there are ways to do that discreetly with discrete components, but that adds cost. It adds uh, real estate on the board. And from a power consumption perspective, it's not optimal as well. Um, so we've integrated that one too. So it's a fully integrated, uh, high-performing uh, part. And on the secondary side, like I mentioned, we've optimized our synchronous rectification uh, part to be able to deal with the latest generation MOSFETs uh, that can be very low RDS on, and as a consequence, have very low losses. Uh, so the whole system overall, so to say, is optimized across the board for component count, and subsequently increased performance, um, the component count goes down, the bomb goes down, efficiency goes up, the volume goes down, and we can manage to push this platform into a very small uh, wall plug. And, and like I said in the beginning, um, to push that below 55 degrees C on the casing under full load conditions, that is really a challenge for this kind of power levels. And, and you will see on the market some other parts out there that are struggling with getting to that kind of level because basically every half a percent that you dissipate in a small area like that or a small volume like that is going to hit you on the, on the overall thermal uh, side on the casing. And, and that's where we want to make sure we have it well under control. So as a consequence, we can do that. Got it, got it. Well, and, then, and that is very uh, impressive performance. And as you point out, it's a very uh, difficult target to hit. Now, understanding... All of what you had to do to achieve this and to get into that form factor. Let's look next generation. Let's look a little bit farther downstream. Where do you see things like, for example, uh, interface, um, smart grid in the Internet of Things, the, the, the power devices having to either communicate with the device they're charging or having to communicate with the house power system in the future for uh, either energy negotiation or management. Where do you see that going in the space? I recognize that's not this generation of technology, but do you see that becoming an issue, or do you see that becoming uh, something to address, say, in the next oh, generation or two of products? Yeah, I think uh, it's an interesting question, actually, because uh, if you look at Japan, for example, uh, what you have out there are smart uh, sockets, smart power sockets, and as, as a consequence of what's happened in the nuclear power plant thing like two years ago, uh, they've changed their policies, and they're actually moving into smart grids starting to drive uh, in domestic situations power consumption. I mean, there are like many, many trends moving in that direction. Uh, but when, when we look at this market, we see still a lot of scattering from, from different markets and different trends and different standards, and as a consequence, it will probably take some time before there's some harmonization there that actually makes a difference. Uh, if you look a little bit closer in terms of timing, you already see the negotiation between uh, a, a, a device like a mobile phone, uh, like a tablet, or like an Ultrabook, uh, that it starts negotiating power levels between the Ultrabook, for example, and the charger. Um, one of the examples you see out there is USB power delivery. It can negotiate power levels the device would like to see 
uh, another example out there are standards that are being pushed uh, in the mobile space um, to have uh, 5, 10, 15 watts being delivered to smartphones. So this is where in, the, in a very small ecosystem uh, it's already starting. And the next level is how, how do you then subsequently hook all these systems into a bigger, bigger play, uh, which to me is still, still a little bit further, uh, further out, but definitely the intelligence in, in power conversion is going up as time goes by. I mean, that, that's, a, that's a trend that nobody can deny. And I think we're both in agreement uh, there, Marcel. So now, I always give my guests the opportunity to have the last word in my show. So what last uh, thoughts, uh, it could be about the product, it could be about where you're going as a company, it could be about just your thoughts on the industry, or whatever tips or ideas you'd like to leave with the audience. But what are your final thoughts you'd like to leave with our audience before we close out the episode? I think one of the things is that uh, we can push things that uh, to that people feel that that's not possible. I mean, I've had many discussions with uh, with people in the field about moving to to wall plug chargers, and everybody says from a from a thermal perspective, it's difficult to handle, almost impossible. I think the platform that we've shown is definitely is doable. It's also very cost effective, I have to say. Uh, so we're very proud to be able to to push that into the market. And like I said, the, the TEA 1836 and the TEA 1829 are parts uh, that have been uh, released and, and go to market as we speak. And uh, actually the message I want to give to the to the world is that, hey, uh, there are different ways and innovative ways to solve the problem, get rid of the cables and make it much more user-friendly. Uh, but the technological challenges uh, that we need to overcome to achieve these kind of goals is what makes us work and is what makes our clock tick. Uh, I think we're doing the best we can to move in that direction. And actually, this platform that we've just discussed is the one that, uh, for us at least, uh, proves that we could uh, we could we can do a lot if we put our heads together and make it happen. Um, and that's basically the message I would like to give to the field that that's what we've been doing in the in the last year or so to to make this happen with this particular platform. Excellent. Well, hey, Marcel, I. I agree completely with what you said, and I think uh, we, if, as long as we all pull together, we'll eventually get to where we need to be. Yeah, it starts to become philosophical, but I, I agree with you totally. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Marcel, so much for taking the time to be with us today. I yeah. really enjoyed having you on the show. Thanks for the opportunity, Alex. Oh, the pleasure is mine. And I'd like to thank the audience for taking the time to be with us. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul on Power. Have a great day.